Hi guys, this is Sarah. And this is Katrina Joe. And, and we're, we're the, the feds. feds. Fedwork is the modern day background check. And we encourage people to feed empowerment daily. And, and you're, you're now listening, listening to, to Fedwork. Hey guys, welcome to Fedwork. I'm Katrina Joe. And I'm Sarah. And I'm so excited that we have a guest today. Uh, one of my favorite people in the world, Harisi St. Cyr. She's an actor and a producer. Hey girl, welcome to FedWork. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. I've been a longtime fan of FedWork. Both of you are so amazing. I love all the episodes. So thanks for having me. Thanks, girl. Thanks for coming on. So what's new? What's going on? Oh my gosh. Um, currently everything for me right now. I <laughs> We're getting out of retrograde. Okay. So thank you. I, yeah. I always need that reminder. I always need the friend to be like, Hey girl, this is what the solar system is giving us. Don't you forget it. <laughs> so thank you. Um, yeah. What's going on with me is a lot of work. I'm a talent producer, as you said, and I am currently working on the BET awards and the NAACP convention and so uh, my life is a little hectic right now, um, but I'm very grateful. <laughs> Say that again? I said understandably so. Yes, yes, but I'm very grateful. It's like, you know, a chaotic gratefulness. I'll put it out there. Yes, I love that. And for some people that do not know, Reese and I met many, many years ago when we were both dancers on the Los Angeles Clippers Spirit Dance Team. Um, had so many amazing years with you during that time. You were a veteran when I came in as a rookie. So I learned a lot from you as well, but how did you make that transition? I know you were always acting at the time, but mm -hmm. you're acting and then you were, you know, obviously dancing. How did you make that transition into production and producing shows? Um, honestly, I will say as an accident, um, I was just open to where my creative leanings, one, would take me, and then also where resourcefulness could take me. And uh, someone asked me to uh, work on a project um, when I was still dancing, just as a PA. And I was like, sure. And I definitely jumped in, not knowing what I was doing, and just kind of um, kept on like working my way up, learning as much as I could as I went along. And it really paid off. I love it. What's been like one of your most favorite projects that you've worked on thus far? Um, I would have to say last year I produced Yearly Departed on Amazon Prime. Um, and I think that would be my favorite because Jane Fonda was on it. And so uh, a legend. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Right, like, like, like when you say Jane Fonda, you're like, well, hell, that's yeah. that's there's that. So, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. And besides the two award shows that you're working on right now, is there anything else in the pipeline that you can kind of touch on, or is everything kind of top secret? Um, you know what? I will say this because I am working on being completely like vulnerable and authentic. I don't know if you guys have like heard this that like there's this thought that you're supposed to like keep your dreams like kind of tight to yourself and don't share them and all these sorts of things 
And I think I held on to that for a really long time. And then I heard another school of thought that was like, no, you share them with people because along the way you gather people who like support you and like, you know, tribe recognize tribe and all these sorts of things. So I'm really trying to tap into that and see what that feels like. Um, and so my new in the pipeline thing is I am really going after my career as a voiceover artist. Yes. Um, so I'm so excited. Um, I have a new voiceover agent and uh, I've gotten some super great feedback from commercial agents and, and casting directors and like, like actually the kind of feedback that we're unaccustomed to taking in. Like, you're so great. You're made for this. And you're like, <clears throat> like I'm sorry, what? <laughs> exactly. Sarah, exactly. I'm sorry. Oh, so, you know, dealing with when you're actually really great at something and like, right. you know, it's so um, that way, because you're like, we're so used to having to like humble ourselves down. And I don't know if that's just a women thing or if that's just our generation, but in general, like we're always humbling it down and not wanting to kind of like praise the small things that happen that get us to the next thing. Yeah. And yeah, embracing it. Like even for me, embracing a compliment is hard. I'm like, Oh, stop it. Stop. Like, no, I'm the same way. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you, what do you guys do? Because I, I've tried to stop defaulting to like coming up with reasons why the compliment doesn't work. Like, Oh no, girl, my hair doesn't look good. I just slapped some edge control on it. Like, instead of just being like, thank you. What do you two right. do? Right. I say thank you. I've started saying thank you. Yeah. And then I, my I, problem though, is I feel like I have to respond with like, so I've been really good about the thank you, but I've also been like, thank you. You know, and I say something complimentative <laughs> about them because I feel like it's like, you can't, it feels awkward to take a compliment and then not also give them something. It does. It does. So it's yeah, been very like. It does. But I, I've, I've done the same thing. I have been very intentional about just trying to say thank you. But then when I, again, because it gets to that awkward pause yeah, and then yeah. I try to say something back and I'm like, I feel like I just come off as fake because I just threw that out there because I'm trying to like be nice in return because it was so uncomfortable for me to take this compliment. And then I'm, and then I'm overthinking like, did they, did they think I was fake as fuck? Right. Like, <laughs> like what's yeah. happening? You know, even if it's genuine, like, even though I'm yeah. like genuinely yes. giving you a compliment too, like, it's almost like, damn, they beat me to the punch. I was going to yes. say something. Nice. Yes. Yes. Just yesterday I was walking into a restaurant and this girl goes, you are so beautiful. And to your point, I was trying to take it in and I was like, thank you. But I like looked at her and she had just, she was beautiful. So she had this beautiful hair. And I wanted to be like, so are you. And then I was like, but you can't now. You can't. <laughs> yes. Yes, I know. I mean, just just trying to accept it, you know, and just say thank you. I don't know what the next segue is. I don't know. Maybe we're supposed to like, like think about it as if we were royals. So like royals just get compliments and they're just like, thank you. And then the next person give me one too, you know? So like, maybe that's how we should look at it. Like, thank you. Curtsy under the next <laughs> Like, like Sarah, we're going to have the curtsy. We're going to have the curtsy. I think you may be onto something. I think, I think you may be onto something. Cause I feel like it's going to like 
channel like the building of our confidence in a lot of different ways. Just like expect, expect that I am that bitch out here in these streets. Curtsy. Yeah. Like, what do you think like JLo does in that instance? Like, yeah. JLo gets compliments probably from every single human who passes her. She can't say you're beautiful to every one of them. So she has to humbly accept it and carry on as JLo. Yeah. It's a very good point. I, well, guys, now we have a mantra carry on as JLo. Carry on as JLo. Yes, yes. And I also wanted to touch on what you said earlier about being vocal about your dreams and your goals because even if you're not exactly sure on like what your next step is or where you want to go, or if something in the pipeline is going to land, I think that's a level of like manifestation, you know, and talking about it and sharing it with your tribe, your girls, your family, you know? So I think it's good Um, that you made that shift. uh I I love that you mentioned manifestation because we had this argument in an acting class I was in recently about like, about like manifesting and exactly what it is. Right. Yeah. And one of the things that the person who brought it up was mentioning was that they're like, you can manifest all the hell you want, but (laughs) some things just don't work out. And I was like, oh my God, that is why I get so upset. Cause I just be trying to manifest, but then. uh, Yes. But then when it doesn't work out, right. Does something else work out that you're like, oh my gosh, I was just talking about this or like, oh my gosh, I've always wanted this. Yes, it does actually. Yeah. Okay. And during manifestation, are you speaking as if it's already happened? Like it's currently in play. Like I love my new job because I feel like I'm finally seen and I, you know, are you speaking it that way? Or are you saying I want to have a new job because there's two different ways that people do it. And it's interesting to see which ones work. So basically what I've learned today is that I've been manifesting wrongly. Uh, I, I have not. <laughs> I've been doing this shit wrong. No. Um, Can you please elaborate on that? Like why? How? How did you find this out? Um, well, just since Sarah's saying like, are, you know, are you just saying I want dot, dot, dot. I was trying to be specific, right? Like, you know how they say like, be specific in your words. So I was very specific. Like, I want to be doing this at this point with this team. Um, And I do think that some things panned out, but I can't say that like the things deepest in my heart have yet. And I don't, I don't think that that is necessarily like a bad thing. You know, it could be like, okay, like what you want and even better is on the horizon. But that interim feeling of frustration that you're trying to work through, like, has not gone away. Like, I'm now I'm just like praying and manifesting begrudgingly, like, please, Jesus, make it work. Good night. Like, there's a little bit of that. <laughs> Rolling your eyes at Jesus always helps. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> it's like, Jesus, like, sorry, okay, yeah, I know you heard me. I'm waiting a little longer. Yeah. I, you know, I'm, I'm just gonna hope that he just doesn't hold it against me, but I definitely got big attitude with Jesus right now. <laughs> Girl, I get it. It'd be like that sometimes. And then that's when the faith, right? The yeah. faith comes in and you have to lean on that. 
And I always remind myself that God's best work is done in the unseen. And whenever I, you know, whenever it's time, it'll be, it'll be shown. Trust God's timing. Yes. Snap. It's easier said than it's easier said than done though. Cause sometimes I'm like, your timing's wrong. Like (laughs) this is not accurate. This is not right now, please. This was supposed to happen last year. Hello. We talked about this. (laughs) That is so it. That is so it. And then you're almost kind of like, God, I don't want to call you out, but like, (laughs) (laughs) like, do you see what I'm going through here? Yes. 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 Um, yes. I don't, I don't think there's a right or wrong way, but I do find it very fascinating when people say like the, the, like you said, there's multiple ways that different people Uh manifest or that they process, they practice manifestation, but by there's a level of like, um, self-accomplishment that gets you when you haven't even done anything yet. When you're saying my new job's awesome. I love my, my new career. And that salary is paying everything and I can travel and do whatever I want in my life. Thank you. Like there's a level of you almost just live that whether it's happened yet or not. Yep. yep. And it boosts my, you know, my thing. Right. It's, it's probably like a little bit like an endorphin, like a little like, For got sure. it. yeah, yeah. You don't have to work out. You just manifest that way. Look at Y'all we're coming to some conclusions today. Right. My, body, my body doesn't work off of me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm gonna let both of y'all know my body does not. Okay, I gotta put work behind the mental <laughs> and the prayers and and the and, and all of that. Yeah, that is hilarious. I do too. Yes. Yeah, but, I mean, but they say that with anything yeah. like manifestation, prayers, you know, intentions. You can have all of that for days, but if you don't put the actual work behind it, it won't necessarily come to fruition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, really quick, Reese. Uh, for any dancer or actor that uh-huh. wants to follow in your footsteps in regards to career and kind of making uh-huh. this leap over into production or even just pursuing acting and dancing, um, what are some words of advice that you would give them? Ooh, mm, I would say decide out the gate whether you want this or not. You gotta make a choice. You just gotta make the choice. And if you make the choice, then decide, okay, this is where I am until it happens. And mm-hmm. then and if not, that is okay. Think of something, what else would you do that you would work hard at, whether you got paid for it or not? Mm-hmm. Like you kind of have to in this business and I'm sure musicians may say the same thing, but in terms of like acting and dancing, like it has to be a choice that no matter what, I'm going to pursue this no matter what happens in the, the physical realm until a job shows up for me or until it's working out because the things you think will pan out don't. And the things that you are like, yeah, I'm absolutely not booking that. You're like, what this 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 just like it's so unpredictable and everyone's journey is their journey and you you got to just kind of like keep your head down and keep focused on the work and just being good and as best as you can let the rest of it roll off of your shoulders 
And the reason why I made the point of like, you got to decide at the beginning, like, this is what you want. You're going to stick in it because there will be numerous amounts of times where you're like, why did I decide to do this? I want to be a dentist. Why am I not an accountant? Like, (laughs) (laughs) you've literally had this talk so many times. Like, I think, I think you've mentioned it maybe when you, when you've been frustrated in your career or something, you know, or it might be like slow season of casting and you're like, how easy would it be for me to just take a corporate job right now and have consistent, you know, whatever, but your passion and your love for the craft is what keeps you on that side, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I've definitely cried to Katrina many a nights. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it is undeniably, I will complain and cry and be upset, but I love that I'm still in pursuit of this. Like when I lay down at night, I am in complete peace about me being in pursuit of this. And that makes me understand that my emotions are absolutely temporary. Like my feelings about the job I didn't book or, you know, whatever other disappointment are temporary. And um, I can't predict, like I booked a role on American Horror Story like a couple years ago. And I remember going into the audition and there was a tall Asian man, a short white lady, a, I think a Hispanic guy that was like middle height and me. I said, who y'all looking for? Who are y'all looking for? Y'all don't even know. And so, and I booked it. And so, you know, you just never know what can happen. But if you continue to present yourself with openness, with the expectation that my hard work will open a door for me at some point, then you will start to see some things pan out. I love, I love that. And I love that you said that you go to sleep at night at full peace. Like that is, I think the goal. I think mm-hmm. that's what everyone wants to be able to do. You want to be able to lay down and be like, tomorrow's going to be good. You know, like, because I'm yeah. doing what I love, like that's, that's the ultimate goal. And so mm-hmm. the fact that whether or not, you know, every day pans out how you want it to, at least at the end of the day, you're like, but I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. And I would, lastly, I would say like, don't play games with yourself. Like in terms of like, I've heard of a lot of actors, they'll get to this point and they're like, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm do I'm moving to Kentucky. No, you're not. Just stop. Just no, you're not. You're not gonna do it. And you don't want to. You don't want to do it. And I feel like we waste times. We waste time by going through that emotional roller coaster within ourselves. Like we're talking all these negative thoughts to ourselves. Like I'm giving up and I'm throwing it away. And it's like, are we done? Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I think what you're saying is that the industry in itself has helped you grow like tough skin or you have to have tough skin in order to, you know, stay on that pursuit. Yeah. Yeah. You you really do. You really do. And, um, I, I would also say in a holistic sense, falling in love with yourself and what you bring to the table is going to be so instrumental in terms of how well you 
succeed and how well you thrive and are at peace as you go through this process. Like it's taken me a long time to really be excited about the kind of actor that I am and the kind of producer that I am. And I noticed that the more progress that I made in that area is because I really sat down and was like, you are really good at this. You are really good at this role and that kind of wheelhouse. And like, girl, you do this really well. And like, because everybody has that, you know, everybody has that one thing. And so you have to like be excited about the things that you bring to the table. I love that. Fall in love with yourself and what you bring to the table. Yes. What, what kind of actor and producer would you say that you are? I would say that in terms of producing, I am a, I'll start with actor. In terms of actor, I think that I am much more, I'm a dramatic actor, I would say. That's what I would say. Other people would say like, oh my gosh, no, you're so funny. But I know that when it comes <laughs> You are so funny. <laughs> Thank you. It's just, some. there's something about the humanness of dramatic acting and dramatic scene work and that I really connect with. And I would say that translates in terms of producing um, because like right now, a big part of my job is like booking talent and like finding talent. And that's really tapping into like, again, like the humanness or like the skill set of like a lot of different talent. Um, and so that, yeah, I would say that that's like a characteristic of mine that translates across the board. Um, and I also like Shakespeare. Like I wish I could do like a run of some Shakespeare on in the West End, England. Um, so that would be my big, my big acting goal, I think. I love it. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, that's very cool. Let's shift gears a bit. Yeah. Yes, mm -hmm. let's do that. You were talking about falling in love with yourself. Ooh. Are, we, are we are we currently in a relationship or anything? I <laughs> am not. <laughs> I am not in a relationship. Um, I was about to say something that's so out of pocket, and my mother would be so upset. I was about to say, nope, I am for the streets. I'm not. I'm not. I'm, not. I'm just joking. <laughs> You're having a hot girl summer, okay? Hey. Yes. And that's fine. That yeah, you know, no, no, in all honesty, I am in a version of like, or in this season of just falling in love with myself. And I think sometimes breakups and seasons of singleness can force you to kind of like tap into like, where you are or where you are not and what you can do in the in-between time. And so I've realized for me, my whole life I dated with intention of if, if, if it was the right guy, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like women are conditioned to like, all right, hold these standards for yourself and only date looking for this X, Y, and Z, which of course has its place, absolutely. But I feel like men are socialized to just like have a good time 
And then if when, if and when the right woman comes along, then you decide like, all right, it's time for me to like settle down. And I feel like I've never just enjoyed dating without these, without the pressure. Like I never just like met someone and was like, what's up? I was always like, uh-uh, he smokes. He got on some dirty shoes. That means he does not make good judgment. Uh-uh, he cannot <laughs> manage my money or my household. Like, you are I, just, I, all these things. <laughs> you are just like me. Yeah. I, I love it. Like, I think that's like standard for well, most women. You would hope. I mean, even men. I feel like a lot of men look at shoes first too. Like, no, nah, she's wearing these type of shoes. I can't. I can't. Yeah. But I think it goes like deeper than that. Like, Okay, I was talking to a friend about this and we were in Houston and this guy walked up to me who had on like this Gucci, 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 Gucci printed shirt, medallion. Like, I was like, absolutely not. And she's like, he might be a nice guy. I'm like, no, but that gives you red flags about the kind of per like the kind of person that he is. And flashy and gaudy is not my thing. Yeah, right. he's a walking billboard. Like when you leave the house, you are a walking billboard for yourself. Yep. You are, you are what you are displaying. Yep. So if that's the choice that you made that day. Yeah. Then you're going to receive what matches that choice. Yes. 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 And I think that that's totally fine for you I to agree. say that. Like I you agree. can tell off the bat, like, no. No, this isn't it. It's just not but my thing. I do think that in a not a weird is not the right word, but in like a, kind of like a, a shifted or alternate way, taking all of that off to some degree and just like enjoying, hey, we have great conversation. We, uh, you honor me uh, for the queen that I am mm -hmm. and uh, you are respectful and you sharpen me. Right now, if that's, where I am at with someone, then I'm like, all right, we can, we can spend time. And if it ends up being something more and it grows something to something deeper and monogamous, then great. I like that. I, 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 I love that. Because I feel like I've always, I mean, as, as you guys know, I never really like anyone until I like them, but it takes me a long time to like them. And by the mm -hmm. time that I like them, I'm thinking if they can be my husband or not. First, I don't ever really casually just like, oh, whatever, this guy, and then that guy, and then this guy. Like, I'm just, I'm not. I'm, I'm usually dating one person at a time. Yeah. But I, but I do agree with what you just said about women usually date with more intention than men. And men, you know, it's more acceptable for them to just have fun and go with the flow. They're not looking for anything right now, or they are, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. I might, I might have to uh, get on this ride with you, Reese. <laughs> Please, because I I need validation. I I need get on board. This one pulling off. Come hey, on. Sarah's already space. on the train. We're Sarah, right. are you are you on this train, Sarah? We got space. I I didn't know. Pick us I up at the next stop, Sarah. Huh? I said pick us up at the next stop. Right. I th my thing is this. Like, I think it's super important to be able to enjoy somebody and enjoy their time and get to know them and see where it goes. And I feel like removing some of the pressure of what that could mean is part of the joy versus the way that I've dated in the past, which was like, husband's here. Nope. Walking away. 
where I, you know, without really delving into who that person is and what, mm -hmm. you know, all of that, I think that that's part of the fun. So yeah, meeting people in that capacity sounds good to me. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Except, cool. except for if they broke, mm -mm. I can't meet you. I can't meet you at that capacity. I can't. I'm no, sorry. No. I've, met, I've met too many <laughs> broke. broke. <laughs> I've met too many broke men. I thought, I thought I've gone down in my capacity. I've gone down to meet them to try to bring them up. So yeah, but I hear no, you. me too, me too. Which is why now I'm like, no, no. I'm literally like chanting outside with a freaking no more broke men, no more broke. Like I won't do it. I won't do it. She's trying to hold somebody down. I am girl, Sarah. Thank you. I am on straight. You try to hold somebody down. No more. Ooh, I'm enjoying that strike too. <laughs> I'm enjoying that strike. And have you ever done any Fed work, Reese? Yes. And be honest. I have. Wait, you know what Fed work is? Yes. But okay. but but just just recap. Just recap for me. I do, but just recap. Okay. Fed work is what we call like the modern day background check. Yes. It's usually done on a social media platform. It started from our group chat, which was predominantly done um, in the dating realm of guys are, you know, our friends, mm -hmm. guys, whatever. But then it's also kind of evolved into a more positive fed work, which can be about, you know, if you're hiring an intern or if you're hiring an assistant, if you're hiring a, or applying for a job and you're doing quote unquote fed work about the company that you're interested in, that mm -hmm. kind of thing. But in this question, yes. we were talking about, have you done fed work in the dating realm so i have um not often because i am very aware in my body of how i don't like when i am finding out certain things about someone and it makes me feel rejected or jealous or, or crazed in the sense of like i need to know more information he hasn't posted why like and i legitimately like i i hate the feeling and so i it was actually pretty easy for me to like not do a lot of fed work but i have on my ex and uh, it was a traumatizing like traumatizing because mm -hmm. the things i found out were what i already suspected and broke my heart even more right because you had the proof and of it seeing the proof of it just like and so i kept having these conversations with myself about like why was this different why did i not have any self-control to like not and it's not because i think that i definitely think that fed work should 110 percent be done let's put that and i think what we need to establish is everyone needs to have like a fed work circle so you don't do it to yourself, you don't traumatize yourself. You have your best friends. They they sift through and they tell you, mm -mm, no girl, I've looked. All you need to know is don't do it. That's now my solution. Okay. Um, I like that. Yeah. I do too. Yeah, I think I think that's better. And I was having this conversation with myself, like, why didn't I have any self control over? not looking when you already had when i already had like inclinations or or um instincts that something wasn't right and then i realized that 
my lack of self-control had stopped way before I got to the Fed work. It was, I was trying to will this situation to be different. And no matter how much I found out, it wasn't going to be. I just had to find some peace with that. And so that helped me. Um, I was just going to say, I was going to ask. I was going to say, we were probably in the same place, Katrina. Yeah, like, I don't know how your mind works. Though, yeah, even though the the Fed work hurt you more, right? Mm-hmm. You didn't have the self-control that you usually do to not look or maybe ask one of your homegirls. Looking back now in hindsight, do you think like you had to see that in order to maybe stop the relationship or move forward? Is that what you thought, Sarah? Is that what you thought? Yeah, I was going to ask you, <laughs> the proof, did you finding the proof help you move on? Which pretty much the same thing. Oh, that's hard. I would say no. no. I, you know, we, we all, we always, we're always talking about like being honest, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. I would say no, like it helped me. It helps me not pursue it, right? It helped me not pursue it even further. Yes. But did it help my heart move on? No. Oh, did well, it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it was like, it's, it's almost like, a, it's almost like, I was going to use a comparison of like training wheels on a bike. Like it wasn't time for you to take them off yet. You know, like you need it. You still needed that help. And then you see it and you're like, oh no, like, let me put the kickstand out. I'm walking away from the whole bike. Yeah. You know? Hand, hand clap. That's a great analogy. Yes. Yes. <laughs> That is a great analogy. <laughs> Way to bring it back. <laughs> Way to bring it back. Way to bring it back. But yeah, I feel like, you know, I always say I have a love-hate relationship with FedWork because mm-hmm. typically if you're doing it, there's there's a reason, there's an inclination in some capacity. I'm going to say 50% of the time. That's the case. Yeah. 50% yeah. of the time, I'm just fucking nosy and I want to know what's going on. Um <laughs> But in general, like when you have that inclination already, like you don't want to be right. All you want is to be proven wrong. And then when it proves you right, you're like, damn it. That person was a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or whatever. It is. Yeah. No, you're, you are absolutely so right. Because you, know, you look, you look like you're like, I disagree. Because I feel like, I feel like I do. I don't do fed work that way. I think. I'm going to say like, I haven't done fed work in, in a while. Yeah. I don't know how that's been like a couple of weeks, a couple of months. <laughs> like, like, I haven't done it. You know, usually we have our spurts where we do fed work yeah. like every other day, you know, regardless of what situation you're in and reflecting back on my past relationships, I feel that I am doing fed work when yes, I do have the inclination. My intuition is going off in all different directions, mm-hmm. bells and whistles. Something is wrong. Something is wrong. Mm-hmm. And the person is usually telling me nothing is wrong. You're tripping, whatever mm-hmm. it is. And I'm like, no, I know I'm not tripping and I'm going to figure it out and find proof to make sure that I can show proof. One, that what I felt was right. My intuition was on par and you know whether you're a piece of shit you're relying whatever the outcome is is I do it to prove myself I want to be right uh-huh. I'm not doing fed work like oh my god I hope I don't find anything I hope he's a da-da. no no I am it's usually yeah. getting to the point where I'm like oh really point. okay all right bet okay I'm yeah. gonna keep finding it and then okay boom yeah. like I was right. checked out almost at that point well, like, I was right yes yeah so see, I am doing I get that work. too 
I guess to more so like reassure myself that my intuition is steering me in the right direction and I'm not, you know, crazy. Mm -hmm. It's almost like your parachute. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think FedWork has multiple ways of working. And I think for the most part, every situation, it carries it differently. You know, half the time, I'm not even fed working the dude. I'm fed working, fed working the ex-girlfriend. Like, why am I even doing that? I just want to know, like, I just want to know. Yeah. Like, I just want to know, like, there's literally nothing that I'm benefiting from it. I'm just like, Hmm, I want to know. Like it's the weirdest thing. And it's the ex-girlfriend. It's not the current or that it doesn't matter. It's oh, okay. both. Whatever. Okay. Like, no, but I don't think it's a bad thing. I don't, I, I don't, I'm undecided. The jury is still out on if I think it's bad yeah. or not. I think it's a bit excessive. I think okay. I have a lot of better things I could be doing with my time. <laughs> um, and it almost becomes a hobby. And that's part, you know, why I've like toned it down a lot. Yeah. Um, because there's a point of, there's a song out right now and it's, um, God, who sings it? It's, it's about, um, like she's everything I wish I was is kind of the, the premise of it. And it's almost like, why is, why is she able to be with him and not me? Like, what is it? And I'm like looking mm. for what it is. And then I'm like, nothing. I'm amazing. I don't know why. And that's his loss. Like, that's where I'm at now. So I think I that helps that. like stop doing the Fed work. But yeah, there's a part of like unanswered questions maybe that I'm mm. looking for the answer for in a lot mm-hmm. of my Fed work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I bet, I think I'm sure Katrina has heard me say this, but I have this theory that we are like our own yin and yang. Like the Mm -hmm. thing about us that is a negative thing in some areas is also the thing that is like, makes us so great in other areas. And Mm -hmm. I bet like you are like over inquisitive, like nature, your obsessive nature, like makes you a beast at like work and other things because you're so thorough. Yeah. Thank you. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Is everything. (laughs) I wasn't kidding when I said it, you guys. I don't know what part of it you guys thought was a joke. I didn't really (laughs) think the curtsy was good. It was coming, but I I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I appreciate that. And I actually, yeah, like I get, I get the correlation, but I think that in general, that's a very good observation about Mm -hmm. people, you know, that there's, there's something that you're going to find that is a negative, but there's always going to be a positive to it. Yeah. Um, like you're a terrible person in that. Mm-hmm. I don't have that, but yeah. If you're just like a killer, then you just, we don't know those people though. So it's okay. okay. Yeah. It works. Yes. You guys said something else that jogged my memory, but I don't know if I can remember what it was. It was about fed work. I'm trying Is it to about doing it for work, intern companies, the other side work. It might have just been about like your kickstand analogy in terms of like there is no denying that fed work can help you mm-hmm. can like be like that that catalyst to like make that move absolutely i will say it absolutely will like there's no denying that like finding out some things forces you to say what do i stand for what do i want where do my standards lie 
for good or for bad, quite honestly. Like, right. I don't, whatever it is, I don't think it's bad because it's all just the journey of like life and relationships, right? But it forces you to kind of have that talk with self about, okay, now that I know this, what am I going to do with this information? Right. It forces you to make a choice. Which is scary. Always. Like the worst thing ever is having to make those those choices. And that like feeling in your gut when you find something out and you're like, oh, it's you're like, like to call someone right now. Yes. It's like this, like, you know, I don't know. Yeah. What, it's it's like like whatever, what is the opposite? A gut punch. I was going to say whatever the opposite of butterflies is. Ugh. Yeah. It's literally getting like punched in the stomach. Yeah. Like 100%. it's that feeling is just absolutely the worst. But maybe you need that feeling to be able to get out of whatever you were in that was our, that was going to cause you deeper heartache down the road. Like imagine, let's let's just put it this way. Imagine if the Fed work didn't reveal certain things and you actually married that man and then those things came out and you had to go through a terrible divorce and there were kids involved and blah, blah. like it, it gets worse and worse, potentially worse and worse and worse. There is a mm-hmm. level of like, appreciativeness that I have for the Fed work that's been done because it prevented me from having worse situations down the road. That doesn't help in the moment, of course, mm-hmm. <laughs> in the moment. But looking back now from this mature throne I'm sitting on, I can say, <laughs> I can say that there's a level of appreciativeness that I have for the Fed work that was done and where I was at the time where I had to do the Fed work mm-hmm. um, because it got me out. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. Mm. And okay, this yeah. is the last thing I will say. Oh my gosh, I did do some Fed work recently <laughs> that really panned out, like some like pre Fed work. Yeah. So I had like met this guy, and he he seemed like he was cool. Mm-hmm. I noticed he was like on social in connection with a friend, I was like, girl, find out what's up. She was like, I know this person's like, so I hit my girl up. I'm like, do you know this guy? Sent it over to her. She was like, oh, I know some people who are like close to him. She was like, I got this. 30 minutes later, she's like, nope, nope. He is married, going through a divorce, also has another girlfriend at the same time. Um, like, like ran it down. And Both then- of our faces. <laughs> We're like, oh my god! Yeah, so it was like, and he was pre-fed work. Yeah. Oh, sis, that pre-fed work though. That pre now that pre-fed work. Mm -hmm. Then now y'all need to go ahead and make that into a service. Pre-fed work. (laughs) Contact us. We will pre-fed for you. Contact us. We will. We will do all all of it for you. Yes. Oh my gosh. I mean, sure. that's why it's like the modern day background check. Yeah. yeah. You got to do the Fed work before. You got to see, you know, right. who knows who, what's going on, all of that. That's all right. Because it I will save you. It's, it's doing yourself a disservice not to, really. Like in this day and age, there's enough way, ways to track down the truth before you get your heart involved that, you know. You know what? That is so, like, it really is so smart. It's like being proactive about like, you know, I don't know, just being proactive in a very practical way. Yeah. I mean, it's sad that we have to accept that people are just genuinely not that honest anymore. And we have to do that. But that's the reality of where we are. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I also feel like back in the day when social media wasn't a thing, like when people were dating, they went to Google and oh, Google yeah. was a thing. And if there was, you know, God forbid there was a mugshot or like, you know, something of that. That nature. was really all you were looking for. <laughs> yeah, literally you were you just looking, okay, you, you haven't been in jail, you're good or whatever the case is, you yeah. know, or if there was a scandal or anything, you know, it was Google. Now that there's so many social media platforms, it's easier to do fed work and know, you know, who, you know, that knows someone, that kind of thing. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. The connectedness in the interweb of, yeah. Of utilizing your friends is a major bonus. Uh-huh. Absolutely. And since we're all single. Yes. Reese, what do you um, think about the, the roles of men and women in relationships in modern times? Ooh, um, I am very conservative, honestly, in a lot of ways. Um, but I think that in modern times, the roles of men and women, I think the, the problem is people like to say that they are equal, but I, and, and they say that with the understanding that they are of equal shaped parts. But I like to think of the roles of men and women as more complementary, And like what I bring, we're both two equal partners, but our whole, our whole part, or no, 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 the halves of our whole part don't look the same. They fit like puzzle pieces, but they do not look the same. And so within that, I feel like the modern day men and women, men and women, the plural, singular, whatever, they have to really take into account what each gender is going through currently. Like, for example, there's this, of course, idea that like women are not like, I I hate these words submissive because I think we've moved past that conversation in a lot of ways, but just like, you know, like, I guess like the support or a helpmate, right? And I do know some men who still are like, you know, women don't want to let like men be the men in their relationship. But men sometimes aren't like taking into account a lot of single women, all of us are single in our thirties. Um, a lot of single women, we've been living on our own, working on our own, having to support ourselves for 20 years at this point. Right. And then you come to me and you're like, why is it so hard for you to let me be the man? And you're like, sir, I've, I've been essentially taking on this role of like, you know, caretaking for myself and like trying to financially plan for my future and all these things for these years. And I want your help, yes, but there needs to be some grace for me. Like, I think men are also socialized to believe that women just have it all together. And like, they're the ones that are the only people that get to make mistakes and like have to figure out how to be in relationship with someone else. No, we have that same thing, especially now given, you know, the things I just mentioned. So in summation, I think the modern world allows for men to take on a myriad of roles and as well as women. And it's up to you and your partner to establish what are you good at? And if that's as a man, like, hey, you're better at staying home and taking care of the kids and I'm better at going to work. That's okay as well, as long as we're both happy in that choice. Right. Mm-hmm. And as long as like you said, it's like puzzle pieces. As long as those two pieces match, right? And they fit each other. That's, that's all that really matters. Yeah. The two circles become, you know, it gets complicated. 
-hmm. but I do like that. I, I, I haven't really, I guess that conversation hasn't necessarily come up for me at all. And I, it's, I like where my, I like that it's making my mind think right now because there's a level of um, independence that we gain when we're the male and female in our own lives right now. And there's rather than that being a negative, which I think it can sometimes get taken that way. Like, Oh, well, she's too independent, blah, blah, blah. Instead be like, damn, she can hold it down. Like, how can I compliment her? Yes. And like, look at it more from that perspective and vice versa. You know, yeah. like there's men out there who are doing all of the, the standard old school female things they're cleaning and you know, whatever in their own house. So there's a level of like, how can we, how can we marry those two together and, and have a happy life, you know, um, yes. without necessarily having the gender role tied to something like why yeah. is cleaning a female thing? And why is, you know, the laundry, a female thing? Like, uh-huh. no, you might be much better at folding clothes than me take it on, you know? Oh, I I dated this guy. Oh, he could clean a house, boy. Boy, could he clean. Shout out to the cleaner. He could do laundry too. He would have that laundry folded so tight, so neat. I would come home like, you want, you want me to give you some? You do, look at that laundry. <laughs> that crease in the clothes. Come on. <laughs> Come on, my kitchen floors will be all shiny. I'd be like, let me put on some lingerie for you because you've been working today. Yo, and honestly, I don't know if men know that enough that like it doesn't even have to be a consistent thing. But if you are able to like pick up some of the things that we already naturally do for ourselves, it is like, hello. Like the best thing ever. Yeah, it's like, hello, come closer. Like, yes. 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 Like just, yes. just to help and like, you know, take something off our hands because like you said, Sarah, um, and Reese, you know, we've been living on our own and doing all of the tasks and being both roles, you know, in our lives and in our households for years. So if like yes. someone can come in and compliment that, you know, still be a man in his own right, but you know, make the load lighter for us as we would do for them. Mm-hmm. It's like, what's up? Yep. Name something yep. better. I can't. I I really can't either. I really can't either. And not to like draw this out, but I've realized my parents have been married for 40 years. And so they're like my own like case study, mm-hmm. which I'm actually probably a more vocal um, audience member than they would like me to be. Cause I'm always <laughs> like, y'all crazy. Oh, this is crazy. <laughs> You really gonna let him do that? Oh, she really doing that? Oh, oh, I be, <laughs> y'all, I be talking all the mess. I be talking all the mess. I be like, why you let him talk to you like that? I be like, you be tripping, you be tripping. <laughs> I can hear it, I can hear it. Like, go home. <laughs> girl, girl, they do, they do. Um, But like, I've realized like, that is something that we as kids have to remind my dad about all the time. It's, it's really not about like the gifts, like in the home, like just be present with the daily pain points, cleaning, cooking, feeling frustrated about, I don't know what parents might be listening, but feeling frustrated that you're always the bad guy. Like if you play the bad guy all the time, you know, or you play the good cop all the time, sometimes be the bad cop. So you relieve that sort of pressure. Like it's those like small things that really make a difference. Yeah, for sure. 
but did you say gifts like is that your dad's love language no (laughs) he better he better never listen to this (laughs) no it's not his love language but that's like kind of my mother's okay and so my dad's love language is service okay if you're like i need you to build me a boat he's like done the boat's done but if you're like hey just take me to dinner he's like "Eh." so there's a huge disconnect in terms of just like their love languages and of course i don't think that generation really tapped into that right it was something like thank god we have that now to know how to work with your partner you know Yeah. yeah yeah it's it's totally that um no he 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 gets the gifts however he can which is texting he picks one kid every holiday. Hey, can you get your mom uh, and pick me out a card? And at this point, we're like, okay. You're <laughs> so now it's just part of the tradition. Yes, it is. It totally yeah. is. It totally is. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I love that you said partners have to complement each other and fit, you know, two halves yeah. is in. And I can't wait to be at your guys' wedding. (laughs) When you find your other half. I can't either. I'm going to find him this summer because. Come on, girl. This is your manifestation. You you found him already. You found him. Yes. I found him already. He treats me perfectly. Treats me perfectly. Yep. You're right. We're getting to know each other. He does laundry. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. I, I love, love it. it. Okay, well, before we go, Reese, I need to yeah. ask you a question. Uh-huh. Will you pull a quickie with us? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is kind of like a question round, answer mm-hmm. and rapid fire, no explanations. Lightning speed. Lightning speed. Uh, okay, okay. Okay, are you ready? I'm ready. Here we go. It's a Friday night. Are you dressed up or comfy casual? Dressed up. Sunrise or sunset? Sunset. Vegas, D.C. or Los Angeles? D.C. <laughs> Netflix and chill or date night out? Date night out. Who would you most like to quarantine with? I can't say. Aww. <laughs> one person. One person you look up to. Michelle Obama. Come on. Um, if you could pick any decade to live in, which would it be? Um, ooh. The 90s. Craziest DM you've ever received? A, an unsolicited dick pic. <laughs> don't, don't, okay, I'm not, I'll, I'll talk about it later. <laughs> um, three things you couldn't live without on a deserted island. Um, chapstick um eggs and my domino app (laughs) what's the best advice you've ever received the person who you marry will affect your destiny so choose wisely what does empowerment mean to you Freedom of your schedule. Um, 
freedom, financial freedom to help others, so much financial freedom that you're able to help others without without hesitation. And uh, having a platform to affect social change. Love that. Last book you read? Um, uh, by Glennon Doyle, Untamed. Okay. And these last ones will be, um, just finish the sentence. Okay. My guilty pleasure is? Churros or tater tots. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I believe in dreams and passions. I love my puppy, but he passed away. I'm grateful for my family. And last question to fed work or not to fed work to fed work always a hundred percent. Yes. Thank you. Wait, really quick, before we wrap this up, you wanted to bring eggs? And your Domino's pizza app? <laughs> no, Domino's uh, game app, not pizza. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, I don't think they can deliver to the island. <laughs> Did you say I eggs? I said eggs, because I was like, well, I have to have some food. <laughs> I eat eggs every day. I could eat eggs every day of my life, so... <laughs> Oh I thought you meant Domino's pizza. So I was like, I, she's hungry. Oh that is hilarious. Oh my God. I was cracking up. We I both like, were like, huh? Huh? Like, what is happening? I guess I should have thought of water. Damn. It's okay. Mm. No one ever says matches. It's like, how else am I going to cook things without fire? Or, or have any light. Yeah. Yeah. We're doomed when the apocalypse. <laughs> <We're all screwed>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Reese, where can the people find you on social media that want to follow you? You can find me at St. Searly. That is S-A-I-N-T-C-Y-R-L-Y on all platforms. I am a negligent responder and poster, but I'm changing that. I've been changing that for years, but I am. This is the year. Actively <laughs> working. Yes, hot girl summer. Yeah. This was yes. so much fun. Thank, Thank you, you so much for coming on. Thank you. It has been my pleasure. I've had such a blast. Let me know when we're going to do this again because I yes. will definitely come back. Yes, in studio next time. Yes. For sure. Yes. Love it. Thank you, and thank you guys for tuning in. Bye. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of FedWork. We hope that you enjoyed it. Please make sure to like, comment, and subscribe on all platforms. For any inquiries or sponsorship requests, please visit wearefedwork.com. <laughs>